Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Quirky Corporate Chicks podcast. We are your hosts, Dana Foster and Sherry Hayes, corporate life coaches in private practice. We focus on people who follow their passion and how their lives have been impacted. Real stories, real entrepreneurs, and lots of laughter as we look at where life has taken us. And today, we are very fortunate to have uh, our guest, Hikmita Morina, and she is a founder of her own company, which is Hikmita, and it's a beautiful women's clothing brand, and uh, she actually has just arrived in Switzerland for a little while, so we are, we are very lucky to have her while she is still awake. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me. If you wouldn't mind starting out with a little bit of your background um, before you had, had started this new adventure and what led to getting it all started. And yeah, how to absolutely. pronounce it as well, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say Ashmete, so it's like a, it's a French pronunciation. Um, yeah, so uh, what I've done and how I started this. So I, um, yeah, I used to be an auditor of uh, PwC in Switzerland, and I moved to to New York in 2014, and it was supposed to be, uh, you know, um, a, a tour for two years, and um, I stayed longer, and then. You know, being being you know being a young professional woman, I always I always struggled to find something that I could wear to work and afterward. It was always the one or the other, or it was super expensive, and that it would work for me. <laughs> but it was always yeah, it was always it was always kind of a struggle to find something. So yeah, at some point, like probably like two years ago, I started thinking you know, about this as a business idea. So I was like, well, you know, maybe I'm just not informed and I don't know all the brands and the things that I need to know. So, um, yeah, I started doing research and, um, and found a gap. And then I started building this, this brand and this business. And here we are. <laughs> That's fantastic. So did you partner with the designer or did you actually start sketching them out on your own or... How did, uh, how did that all start? Yeah, no, I started sketching on my own and, you know, kind of like, I always, whenever I would buy something and wear it, I would, I would have those ideas of like, oh, this, it would be so nice if it had this and that. It would be, it would be, you know, I could wear it to after, like me, like events after work, if it, it wasn't just like that. So I kind of like took all those, those inspirations and all those sets together and started sketching. And then, obviously, after that, I, I, I teamed up with a designer to help me through the technical part of it because, you know, not, not having had that as a, you know, on background, it's hard to know, you know, the, what you need to focus on. So, you know, I had the sketches and then the designer was the one to, like, tell me, okay, we can do this, we can do that, we need to, uh, you know, consider this. And, and this is how we got it all uh, worked out. And when you were going through that process and developing this creative brainchild, if you will, were your, what was your support system like? Were your parents uh, totally supportive or what did your friends think? What was, what was that like? Um, it was kind of a split thing. So my parents, 
my parents, the parent parents didn't understand it. They were, you know, they thought I will be, you know, the corporate girl and I'm going to stay in mm. corporate and, you know, uh, you know, do my career there. Um, and then in terms of friends, it was split into my Swiss friends and my, my American friends. New York people are so excited about anything new. So when I told them I'm trying to do this, they were like, oh my God, this is awesome. Do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then my Swiss friends were the ones to be like, well, are you sure? I mean, really, you want to leave everything which you've built so far and just, you know, give it up and then start from scratch. It's so competitive. I mean, it's fashion. And I mean, it's all true, but I kind of like, it helped me to find a balance between the two and yeah i still took the risk <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, i think that's really important you know both um both dana and i um have spent extensive yeah. time in, in europe um as well as here in the states yeah. even though we're both american you know i have i worked in in europe for many years um for a swiss company so uh I can understand how it would be tricky to give up that way of life. Um, the, the Swiss work-life balance, uh, even as a banker, it was amazing. <laughs> um, and, Absolutely. And, but, but, what, but I think but what kind of Dan and I have done is we, we both have taken a career break. I'm now back in uh, working in legal um, and, and she's and building you know, her, her coaching practice. But what, what do you think in terms of being a, a, a young professional woman advice you would give someone who's just starting out who doesn't know necessarily what they want to do but knows that they're not being fulfilled where they are now well i think i think there are kind of like two two things so two ways to look at it um it's it's easy to get frustrated in the beginning of your career i think wherever you are um there's always going to be you know nice things that you do at work things that fulfill you and, and, you know, make you feel great. And then there's always the stuff that's going to suck. And that's, you know, that's going to stay the same no matter what you do. Like, mm. yeah, even having your own company, you still do a lot of things that are very much not creative or fun. But I think, I think one thing that is very important is to find that something that makes you, uh, that you're passionate about. And I'm not saying everything needs to be creative. You can be passionate about leading teams, about numbers. You can be passionate about so many things. So I, I, I think the most important thing is to, to, yeah, to know I'm passionate about something and then be with a company that respects and challenges you. A company that, you know, that where you have the chance to grow. And if you find those things, then yes, I mean, there's always going to be days that suck and you are not going to be happy with whatever you're doing. But I think <laughs> people need to, <laughs> yeah, people need to think about that. There's just no all happy life. Like it would be boring to be honest. So, <laughs> so yeah. Is there anything that you do to help maintain a work-life balance for yourself? Cause like she was saying, that's kind of, you know, part of your, your Swiss culture is there something that you do to try and help maintain that part of your life? Um, so what I try to do is uh, go to the gym at least three times a week because it would be easy to just keep working every day and work all day. But I feel like whenever I go to the gym and I just have a time off, and you know, it just helps you to 
to refocus when you get back to work and then you know see things differently and then i love cooking so now that i'm you know on my own it's also easy to do that because <laughs> Because I, you know, I just can find the time and I'm obviously, I, I work a lot from home. I have a co-working space that I work out of, but then I also work from home. So whenever I'm at home, I, you know, I cook at home. And that, that is another thing that just makes me feel good. And yeah, I love doing. And obviously, obviously friends. I, I try to meet my friends, you know, on a regular basis so that I have a good time with them. <laughs> So speaking of friends, I um, I wanted to touch on that a little bit because um, one of the things that I think that, that I found when I first became an entrepreneur was um, it's kind of isolating when you go from working in a corporate environment where you Absolutely. have people yeah. around. Um, yeah. And, and, and do, you, do you find that challenging now? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I'm yeah. so used to having a team you know, around me all time, every day. And yes, you know, when I, when I was with PwC, I, I would definitely have days when I would be like, oh, I, I wish I, you know, I just could be alone and no one would bother me and then you can focus and do all the work. But like, it goes away after a day. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and yes, being alone, it's, it's, it's like, I, I personally, I've, I found that to be the hardest part in terms of like the change in, in the work, work environment that I've had so far, just being, being by yourself, having no one to like, to share things with, to like, just, you know, that, that break that you need during the day, then you get it by like just talking to, to your team members and, you know, making a joke is kind of so fun. It's just not there anymore unless you make an effort to actually get it. So yeah, that has been definitely challenging. I was going to say, you have to be so much more purposeful about it because that's definitely something I struggle with. And when you talked about the cooking, it was so funny. I, <clears throat> I'd been kind of by myself quite a bit out in, in the mountains and then I was coming back into Denver and I literally had like called all my friends the night before and I was like, everyone show up at my house. I'm making breakfast. <laughs> like who wants pancakes, eggs, put in the order now because <laughs> I just wanted to have people over and cooking is like yeah. that. My, my roommate. Yeah. Like, in Denver, it's hilarious. I, I like was like, I'm gonna cook a new recipe. And he's so sweet. He was just like, anything you cook, I'll eat. So just let me know when you're cooking. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. And it's something for you to be here. I love it. But yeah, it's so funny how cooking does that. Like who well, really turns yeah. down a meal? And it's such a great way to yeah. bring people together. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I found actually, you know, Europe is like that as more. I cooked yeah. a lot more when I lived in Europe. It's, it, you know, having people yeah. over. It's a lot oh different God, than yeah. New York where it's like you wouldn't even see your oh. friends home sometimes. <laughs> I know. I know. And you've been friends for years, yeah. but you've never been in their places because, I mean, there are obviously different reasons for that. One is like the apartments are so small. <laughs> yeah. If you have a real kitchen, you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. I feel like we could do an episode just on New York life. It's so different yes. than most other cities. Well, particularly Absolutely. young, you know, young working professionals in in New York. Uh, you you know, we you tend to have uh, this like stereotype of you know you're always out or you're always doing yeah. you're going to the Hamptons in the summer. Or you're going yeah. to, you know skiing or you're doing this yeah. and you know all those things I like to do too, but. 
um, I think there's, it's a very transient city and coming from somewhere, you know, like Switzerland, where it is, you do kind mm -hmm. of have a closer knit group of friends. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it must be challenging. And, and, and it was like that for me. I think it took about three years yeah. of me living here before I actually started to make really solid friends um, yeah. versus just people that you hang out with mm -hmm. occasionally. So, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, it definitely takes like, I, I always say in the first year you live somewhere different, a different place, especially kind of like totally abroad. The first year is kind of like the honeymoon honeymoon year when, when you're still, you know, you know, discovering and finding new things to do and you kind of love it just because you don't feel like you belong there yet, but you also don't care about it. And then the second year is kind of like the hardest because then you kind of want to be part of it, but you can't because you haven't been there long enough to have that, you know, the, the, the relationships that you need. And then this, the third year is kind of like the one where you, you know, you get your, your friends and your know, relationships and you actually start feeling at home at that new place, wherever it is. So, yeah. There's some, there's some serious wisdom in that. I have moved yeah. around a ton <laughs> and I a hundred percent agree with you. The first year, like I'm much more aware of it now. So it's, it's changed a lot. I was even yeah. last move. But you're 100% right. That first year, it's like you're going out, you're making acquaintances. It's more like yeah. having people just to go out yeah. with because you don't want to yeah. sit at home by yourself. And that's still fun, yeah. but you don't have yeah. real relationships. Yeah. And then that second year, you're like, crap. I want like, yeah. I need some I substance. Real <laughs> like, I'm tired of these acquaintances. Like, you're not going to come over yeah. when I need you. It's only you're going to yeah. come over when I'm available or if I got really great tickets somewhere. And then the third year, you're like, yeah, I got my piece. <laughs> exactly. And it does. It just takes that long. Exactly. And yeah. So as you're 100% right. Like I was thinking about it with Denver because I'm kind of like the first year I was so transient and so low, all over. And now this is the second year and I'm totally in the like nesting. I want people over. I want to make dinner. Oh, yeah. Like how can I go to you to come over and hang out with me? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, whatever, I'm actually Googling uh, Metsu's address now to find out where she has her great closet and her um, cook <laughs> <laughs> where you're living in the city while you're Battery Park, Battery Park. Oh, you're living all the way downtown. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, so, it's actually a pretty good location. Yeah, I used to live uh, down there actually in Tribeca. So, right next to the, yeah. Yeah, yeah lovely area. Pre-Hurricane mm -hmm. Sandy, though, because it got pretty much <laughs> wiped out a lot. But yeah. So what's yeah. on the horizon for you? Well, so with, over the next few weeks, we're going to be adding uh, new styles to our, you know, starting collection. We're very excited about that. We just had a photo shoot yes, yesterday. I'm like, I'm like so in different time zones that I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, two days ago, two days ago. Um, we had a photo shoot, so um, yeah, we're gonna start introducing the new pieces over the next uh, over the next weeks, which is very exciting. And then you know we're working on you know summer summer pieces that are gonna come later. So yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot going on, and then we're looking to collaborate with different brands and also with different platforms. Some of them are you know corporate style platforms where you can kind of like if you need you know stuff for work you this is your mm -hmm. go-to place so you don't get lost in the 
internet online shopping and you know can't find what you need so uh, that's very exciting too and um yeah you see you see it how it comes one day at a time <laughs> any plans for um any kind of another pop-up like you had in december uh not for now so we had that one in december we're gonna probably look into it for later in the year probably towards the summer or even early early fall the summer is very like it's, it has to be either before June or then it has to be in September. So yeah, one of the other probably gonna, gonna happen. So yeah. Well, I'm excited to cool. see what you have. Yeah. Uh, your, your style, I used to be a, a huge, when I was going to the officer calling on, uh, calling on surgeons, I was a huge Banana Republic person because you could wear it for work. And then it was still cute enough that you could wear it out after. Yep. And when yep. I looked at your stuff, I was like, yeah. oh, that pencil skirt. I had yeah. three thousand different color. I was like, this was, this was me uh, all over it. And I loved the, the cute patterns and everything you had on it. It was like, it was chic, sophisticated, classy, uh, just like you said, work, work to play. So yeah. I was, I was, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of it as well. I felt like I needed yeah, a no, better I mean, description. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and it's you know, good quality. You, you use sustainable yeah. kind of, uh, yeah. you know, as much local as you yeah. can, which I think is great because yeah. the quality on banana has gone down, I think. Yeah. Sorry, banana. Yeah. And that was, brands. that was, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. I know. And that was one of the reasons why we started because yes, if you were to find something that was affordable, it was low quality. If it was high quality, it was not affordable. And then you have all the brands in between where you just look like an old lady. And, <laughs> and, and not consistent. That was the other thing because they bring in artists or, or different designers all the time. And it's like one week, okay, this works, you know, for work. And then like the next time it would be just Sorry. totally different. And you're like, wait a minute, now I can't shop there. And you'd have to wait for like the designer to change. So. Yeah. Exactly. That was that was exactly the case and the reason why we started. So, yeah, happy that you see it that way as well. <laughs> You're doing. No, you I know. love the stuff. I love it. I, uh, I'm. I like. I said. I uh, as soon as I can uh, uh, get my own copy, I'm going to make sure I take a photo. Well, uh, hopefully we can. Yeah, we get a lot of compliments. Um, at least I've gotten a lot of private messages, which I'm going to send you on uh, Instagram so you can see yes, uh, I would love to. people, um, particularly my German friends. So um, that's I, know, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, this is totally, this is totally German. I love buying German clothes and like the shoes and stuff because they're practical yeah. and functional, which is very German, right? Practical and functional. Yeah, doesn't always necessarily sound just... sexy, but no. <laughs> Hey, you know, <laughs> a lot of our listeners are in Berlin, so we need to be careful. Yeah, that was a, I love practical, no, I know. but I know. efficient, German efficient, yeah. efficient. Yeah. Swiss, yeah. Swiss efficiency. For this exactly, podcast. exactly. So then okay. you're efficient, you know, you dress up in the morning and you don't have to change. You can just go, go, with your, go on with your day and then look good. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we'll, we'll have the link uh, to your websites in the notes Perfect. section. So if anybody's interested and want to check it out, um, please do look down in the notes. And yeah, we great. really appreciate your time. Enjoy the time back yeah. with your family. Absolutely. Yeah, Thank enjoy. you so much. And thanks for having me. Thank you. To you. Have a wonderful <laughs> night. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>